Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Mel. Hey, Taylor. What is it called when a cat wins a dog show? Oh, I don't know. What is it called? A cat has trophy. A cat. <laughs> the cat has a trophy. <laughs> Because <laughs> it's like a, it's like a I catastrophe. Totally get it. <laughs> Welcome back to the Floof and Papa podcast. <laughs> I'm Taylor. <laughs> that's a funny joke oh, because I'm actually <laughs> Mel, <laughs> and I'm here with Taylor. You broke producer Zane in the first ten seconds. <laughs> I win podcast. Oh, my name is Taylor. Welcome back to the Food from Papa podcast. I'm here with the impersonator Melanie Bolivan. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. <laughs> Hope you guys. That are was such a, great a time. weird delivery. Like, <laughs> I specialize. Ha ha ha! Got you. I specialize in weird deliveries. You do. <laughs> okay. All right. Do you have a story? I so have a story. Let's move right along. Um, but can I first tell you, as always? <laughs> That this story actually starts with this photo uh-huh. of the most smiley, wholesome dog. Yeah, but he kind of looks like, you know how you smile when your parents tell you to smile for a photo? They're like, <laughs> smile, and you're like, mm. <laughs> that's what he looks like. That, but look at his eyes. He's having, he's so precious. Anyway, I'm smiling, but you can't hear it. Let me tell you <laughs> about this article that's just on domain.com. I was apartment like the hunting. Real estate? Yep. The, I mean, I was house hunting and then this uh, article popped up. It was about a dog and I was like, well, time to say <laughs> it on the podcast. <laughs> I cannot deal with you today. All right. All yep. right. Today we have a rescue dog with trust issues gets boudoir bedroom and it's working. <laughs> it's so specific. <laughs> boudoir bedroom. Oh, I saw this. Yeah. I think you were there when was I was I house there hunting. when you found it? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Okay. Tell us the story. All right. So when a dog gets a sad start to life, it's not always easy to make things right. But Sean Farrell had a brainwave to help fix his beloved Buster, a 12-year-old stuffy bull terrier, rescue dog with serious trust issues. Farrell says Buster didn't like to be around single men. (laughs) Same. (laughs) Same TBH. And didn't even want to be on the same floor as his new owner. If I was on the ground floor, he said, he would go upstairs. So Farrell decided to build him his own special boudoir in the living area. Hang, hang on, I have a slight, I have a slight bone to pick. Uh, the definition of boudoir is a woman's private sitting room. Uh, yeah, and I think the, it's probably evolved just to mean like cozy little. I mean, yeah, room. But for okay, all such right, boudoir. We're going with the word boudoir. All right. Uh, <laughs> Farrell decided to build him his own special boudoir in the living area where he could relax and feel safe. And accompanying that paragraph is just a picture of Buster in his own tiny little room with an arch window and a tiny what looks like TV and a teddy bear and a plant and a dog bed. And Buster's just like so chill. That is fancier than my room. (laughs) 
Uh, despite having no carpentry skills, Farrell knocked up an impressive home for Buster, complete with TV and shelving and, of course, a large comfortable bed. He then posted his efforts on Facebook, which you can find through Zook, the General and Sergeant Buster, which we'll link in the show notes. It's weird spelling, but you'll find it. Uh, and his post got so much attention <laughs> that it was hacked, what we like to call life hacks. Not we. Just it was what? Hacked. Oh. Uh not life hacked. I, that was a stupid joke that didn't. I was confused, but okay. His post got so much attention it got hacked. Oh, right. Uh, Farrell said he was so upset that someone could be so spiteful. It actually got to 43 million views and then someone hacked my account and deleted it, which is just like wild. Why would anyone do that? But anyway, back to the dog. Farrell says Buster's boudoir is working. We've just got photos of Buster sitting in like – the beginnings of Oh, I did see the this. Building. I definitely did see this. Where like Buster's just sitting in like the frame of, <laughs> of the future boudoir and he's just like, he's just chill. He's like, yeah, this is mine. This is my house. Uh, Farrell says it's been amazing. Rather than go upstairs on his own, Buster just goes straight into the house now. It's Aww. his space. His own little space. His own little space. And I never fuss him or disturb him in there so he knows it's safe. This is just proving how great it is for a dog to have its own space. As much as we love having a dog on our couch or on our bed or having like a no specific place for the dog to sleep or live or eat. Yeah. It's really nice to assign a dog a place because it it gives it its own special territory. Yeah. Yeah. But of course, this is no ordinary boudoir for Buster. There's a heart-shaped sign above the door saying, all you need is love and a dog. Ow. Precious. And Buster's shelving highlights a collection of special items that include a pot plant, a My Little Pony, teddy bear, China dog, and another sign that pretty much sums up a dog's life. Food, fun, fart. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, good. Poignant. (laughs) The words around the arch window on the outside of this wee house say, imagine being a monkey, which when I read that after our primate episode, (laughs) I was like, wow, it's meant to be. Farrell told the article that this is from, which is apparently Bored Panda, that this is a line from a lullaby that he likes to sing to Buster to help him calm down. That's so cute. Imagine being a monkey. And now Buster is also helping to calm others with his owner saying he is now a therapy dog. Precious. Oh, that's so wholesome. He regularly visits people in care facilities and accompanies others out shopping. So Buster, the real stressed out, nervous doggo, is now a therapy doggo. Aww, with his well own space done. and his own like calming presence. Precious. Wholesome. Buster out of ten. <laughs> Buster <laughs> out of ten. <laughs> and check out the pictures of him on our show notes. Because he's just like so precious. He has that classic pibble smile. Yeah, he does. Super cute. Precious. Speaking of pibbles, precious. which is a type of dog breed. <laughs> what dog breed do you have, Mel? For us do today? you know you're the smoothest person I've ever met? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll believe that. Y'all, I'm doing the otter hound. <gasps> otter hound. Do you know about otter hounds? I feel like I've seen an Their otter tails kind of look ottery. I don't know if that's what they're called, but we're going to find out. Otter hound. So big, boisterous and affectionate, even-tempered and amiable. The otter hound was bred in medieval England for the now outlawed activity of otter hunting. Oh, whoa. I didn't know otters required hunting back in the day. That's I don't know if they required it, but I think oh, people well, did. For, okay. Probably for game. <laughs> Maybe, but I would have said their coat because they've got that really like slick 
Can you make water anything out of coat? otter coat? Oh, I don't know. otters. I don't know. Anyway. Anyway, they have like a tail <laughs> that reminds me of otters as well. The scarce breed is known for his dense shaggy coat, webbed feet, and um, acute sense of smell and affinity for swimming. Precious. Mm-hmm. Swimmer. Um, unfortunately, the American Kennel Club rates them 166 out of 193 on the popularity scale. 166 out of 193. Yeah. That's not too bad. Or is in the number bottom one is 40. the best. Never mind. I forgot how that works. Um, Our kennel club. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I guess someone's going to be there. It's a kind of hound, but anyway. They're just not very popular apparently. <sighs> apparently. I think, they're, I think they're also quite rare. So that makes uh, them less popular. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's not like getting a... A poodle because they're everywhere. Yeah. Like a golden retriever. Anyway. Gotcha. Um, big bouncy hounds were ideally suited <laughs> for otter hunting. Um, otter hounds are built to be expert swimmers from the top of their rough waterproof coat mm. to the bottom of their big webbed feet. Broad chest, powerful shoulders allow them to swim all day without tiring. Their large black nose is amazingly sensitive and could follow an otter's underwater scent trail over great distances. Oh, that's really impressive. I didn't even know you could really follow scents in water. Otter hounds can. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Cool. What else? <laughs> um, they need mental as well as physical exercise. Large secure fence is a good beginning, mm-hmm. but some hounds will lie under a tree in a fenced acre rather than a self-exercise. So you've got to encourage them a little bit. Right. Um, long walks to sniff the world and visit passersby are good for owners and hounds. Obedience classes, tracking agility, all good for mental stimulation. Mm-hmm. So pretty regular exercise. Not the most we've ever seen, but like fairly regular mm-hmm. as well as that mental stimulation. Um, they can be quite stubborn <laughs> um, and very sensitive. So you need to Aww. use like positive reward-based training methods and praise to get the best results. Um, Otter hounds love to be told how wonderful and talented they are when they master Aww. something, but be patient. Food is really good for training, but the combination of food and praise together is the best. Clicker training also works with otter hounds. Oh, amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, we talked about early on in the we podcast. Really early on. That was like one of the first things we mm-hmm. did. Um, they made their appearance in the United States in the year 1903. Wow. And the first otter hound exhibited in America was shown in Claremont, New Hampshire in 1907. Um, they, the hunting of otters was practiced because they were preying on f- the fish in the rivers and streams. Okay. So they right. were used in packs to protect fish ponds and control the otter population. Right. But now outlawed. Mm. Yeah. The otter hound is more rare than the giant panda. Whoa. And is considered one of the most endangered dog breeds in the world. Oh, endangered? Mm, there's like very, very few of them. Oh, wow. Then mm. the panda, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. So they come in black, black and tan, blue and cream, gray, oh. liver and tan. <laughs> liver. <laughs> Liver's a weird name for a color. Yeah, tan and wheaten. Um, they have, I haven't seen this before. They can have badger markings, black and tan markings, black markings, grizzle markings, liver markings, or white markings. Oh. How specific. I love that. Mm. That's handy. Mm. Handy dandy. I'm really interested in the blue and cream variation. Right. I love any dogs that are blue. They're so heckin' cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me... I was particularly interested in the fact that they have webbed feet. Yeah. If you look at their little um, toes, they're kind of like... Webbed. Kind of. Yeah. They're kind of round and webbed. It's really funny. I just looked it up real quick and it's usually... Uh, dogs that are water working dogs have webbed feet. Okay. I now figured out why they hunted otters. Oh. In a, it wasn't for the otter. It was for the fish. Yeah. That's what you said before. 
Yeah, but now I get it. In medieval ah. England, a huge otter population preyed on fish in rivers. To protect the fish, packs of otter hounds were kept by country squires and even kings. And as a sport, otter hunting <laughs> sorry, I had an aneurysm. As a sport, <laughs> otter hunting was never as popular as the British gentry's cherished fox hunts, but it helps fill the spring and summer months while you're waiting for fall hunting season. Right. So it's more of a summer hunting sport. Yep. Oh, Poor otters, though. Yeah. Because oh. I'm an otter fan. But I guess if they were eating all your fish, what are you going to do? Back in medieval days, that's what you had to do. Breed a dog. Breed a working anyway, water dog. They're, they're heckin' cute. Did you have a look at a photo of them? They're real precious. Yeah, they're they real have, uh, like, beard faces. Yeah. Not beard, mustache. More yeah. mustache. So the, the Kennel Club recognises them as a vulnerable native breed. Wow. Holy moly. I mm. didn't even think that dog breeds would be endangered. Yeah. But of course. There's a few that are just like not bred much. Yeah. Anymore. So you can't, you got to like keep an eye on them. Um, the for end. those, yeah. I just wanted to quickly add on the, with the webbed feet. You want to steal my section? Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I just wanted to add on like other dogs yep. that have, other dogs that are working water dogs um, include the Labrador Retriever and the Newfoundland. Which is oh, we know. Yeah. Just with like I'm webbed feet. Cool. Is interesting. Yeah, I think we've talked about Newfoundland. I don't yeah. know if it was with you or no, if it, not with me. You were away. It might have been with me or Miranda. We talked about Newfoundlands and how they're very watery doggers. Yeah, mm. I just love the idea of web feet mainly because <laughs> I'm just imagining like duck dogs. Uh, I don't duck know duck dogs, <laughs> just little quackers, like some kind of um, little quackers. <laughs> Just some kind of like Avatar Last Airbender. Oh, that's what's called creature. a Nova Scotian um, duck tolling something. Duck tolling. Isn't that what's called, producer Zane? Nova, Nova Scotia duck something. I've already forgotten the name of this breed, even though I said it like a duck tolling retriever. Duck tolling or duck trolling? Toll. <laughs> it like gets online and it's like, you suck. <laughs> but but only, only to ducks. ducks. <laughs> For the record, this article that I'm looking at does say duck trolling. So. Duck trolling. <laughs> Lol. Anyway, there you go. Adorable. They're so handsome. They handsome really doggos. Handsome. Uh, this is actually great. This is a great tie-in. Um, speaking of dogs that can swim, uh, I have some tips today about five ways to keep your puppy safe around the pool. Oh, nice. I don't yeah. know if we've ever done that. Pool safety. Puppy pool. in particular or dogs as well? Uh, dogs. Crossover. More likely. <laughs> dogs in general, puppies, etc. But really all dogs are puppies. Okay. Do you do that? That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll meet a 14-year-old dog and be like, puppy, come puppy. here. <laughs> that's like this meme online that's like, me, puppy. And then you see that it is a, like a guide dog or it has a job. Mr. Puppy. <laughs> <laughs> that's cute. So cute and so relatable. Anyway, summer and swimming go together like dog tongues and peanut butter. Shame we're coming after winter in Australia. Yeah. But okay. <laughs> this is such a great way to, to start. our Irish listeners, of which we have several. <laughs> Hi, guys. Yeah, hey, guys. You're coming up to summer. Yeah. Did you know that? Do you know we have a lot of Irish listeners? You, I think you've mentioned it yeah. before. Yeah. Hey, guys. That? Shout out to you guys. Shout out Irish guys. Uh, and girls. <laughs> and non-binary. Uh, if there's a puppy at a pool party, water safety needs to be top priority. Correct. As with any living creature near a pool, except for ducks. Anyway. <laughs> Enough with the ducks. <laughs> you know what joke I want to make right now? <laughs> no. Welcome back to the duck oh, podcast. no. <laughs> See, I block it out. You're the one that's obsessed with never gets old. It does. It gets old. <laughs> According to a study of drowning incidents in small animals, swimming pools are the most common man-made location for pet drowning incidents. Oh. 
many new dog owners underestimate the danger of a backyard pool um, and the dangers it presents and overestimate their new puppy swimming proficiency. Contrary to popular belief, puppies are not always born knowing how to swim, which I definitely just assumed. Yeah. I what puppies being knowing how to swim. Yeah. No, they don't know at all. Well, just, yeah. Because I, well, back to Jenna Marbles. One time, (laughs) I think it was when Kermit was a baby or when Peach Peach was a baby. She fell in the pool and she had no idea how to like doggy paddle. No. So like they were right there and they pulled her out. But like sometimes they just stare at the sky and they're like, I guess I'm going to drown. Oh, no, doggos. Mm. Uh, So if you're planning to bring your pup poolside, keep these safety tips in mind. Here we go. Hit me up. Number one, erect a pool fence, which is required by law in Australia anyway to have a pool it fence is, around. But not in America. Really? Yeah. Haven't you seen Jenna Marbles back here? Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> That's how Kermit fell in the pool. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, it's a, it's, le- it's a legal requirement here. And if you're found without a pool fence, a sufficient as well, there's certain restrictions on height mm. and width. You can't have it. And like, how close it is to yep, trees how, yep. and the pool itself we have to have them here no matter what like it can be glass or fence or whatever Mm. but you have to have one whereas in america i know it's not compulsory wild you can just which is a bit scary for people with like infants and toddlers and stuff oh yeah because if you just let them out and look away for a second they can just like fall in the pool scary times yep and to avoid anything terrible happening to your doggo as well that might not be acquainted with swimming erect a pool fence you guys uh can be expensive but it's so worth it Mm -hmm. If you've got a baby dog in the house, a baby dog. I've never heard anyone say that before. A baby dog. <laughs> Yo, what do you mean? Like three episodes ago, I was like, I just Googled baby dog. Oh, yeah, and a that's photo true. came up that literally, was yeah. a baby and a dog. <laughs> you said that exact thing. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Uh, you've got to baby proof the pool. Experts suggest that barriers such as pool fences and baby gates may prevent an unsupervised pup from slipping into the pool when there's no human lifeguard on duty. The fence you choose will depend on your pool also what country you live in, your pup and your budget. Renters may want to consider a temporary mesh-style fence, while those who plan on living by the pool long-term can invest in permanent barriers made of aluminum, wood, aluminum, or vinyl. Aluminium if you're from Australia. <laughs> Actually, why would you – oh, I was picturing just like a tin fence foil? made of tinfoil. <laughs> but I think they mean like made out of like proper aluminium, like a roof. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. probably. Any pool and spa supply store can help you find a puppy-proof barrier to suit your lifestyle and outdoor decor. Number two. Decor. <laughs> train your pup to exit the pool. Oh, we did this with Bella. Yeah? Yeah, we taught her. So when she would fall in the pool because there was – we have a pool fence but it's there's a gap that's slightly bigger on one of the fences instead of the rest of them. Yes. So she found out she could get into the pool area by squeezing through. She got bigger, but Cheeky. she could. Yeah. So we taught her, like, when she would fall in the pool and we were in the pool, instead of taking her out straight away, mm. we would kind of guide her to the edge of the pool where the yeah. steps were and then teach her how to get out. Yes. So that if for some reason it happened that she fell in while we weren't there, which is really unlikely, but if it happened, then she would know, okay, if I get to this edge, I can climb out. So we yeah. used to like guide her along rather than just being like pick her up put her out we would guide her to the edge and then take her out yeah Mm. now that you mentioned that we did that with lucky as well lucky was my uh, dachshund for a long time um yeah we had to train him the same thing like this is the safe space go here Mm. (laughs) to get out and Uh, she did and we saw her do it like once we saw her fall in the pool and she made her way to the edge by herself because we had taught her how to get to the steps instead of like just drowning super important yeah but like totally doable like she was never gonna learn how to swim 
like a dog swims because yeah. it's a poodle. Yeah. But she at least knew how to get to the edge. Good. Mm. Uh also, very young puppies don't have the strength required to swim to safety or climb out of the pool when they need to. That's why a puppy's first swimming lesson should teach them how to find the pool exit. Uh, the authors of The Puppy Whisperer, a compassionate, non-violent guide to early training and care. Non-violent? What kind of doggy training is violent? Old school, awful, whack your dog to teach it a lesson kind of people. Terrible. We don't support My that. My grandfather used to roll up a magazine and... Hate that. No, nope. yeah, it wasn't very uh, gently, but it wasn't very good. Well, no, yeah. <laughs> Best behaved dog I've ever seen, though. So the authors of that, uh, the Puppy Whisperer, suggest placing a landmark like, uh, uh, sorry, suggest placing a landmark like a big plant or a flag beside the pool stairs, oh, so the pup can always clever. find them. Yeah. Uh, a pup's first swimming lesson should see a human gently carry the puppy into the pool and guide them out of it, like you guys did with Bella, uh, with plenty of tasty treats and praise for the pup when they climb out. Many professional dog trainers will do home visits to help you introduce your puppy to the pool in a positive way. If you have the funds to do that, that is a great idea. Mm-hmm. Number three is buy a life jacket, which is just really cute because it's a tiny life jacket for a puppy and it just looks like a little seafaring creature. <laughs> oh. <Yeah. laughs> According to the AKC, all dogs should wear a life jacket while learning how to swim, even if they've got the water-loving genes of a retriever. Or any of the other dogs we mentioned. <laughs> With Nova Scotian duck tolling. Exactly. Retriever. Uh, pet life jackets have become become more and more popular in recent years. So you should be able to find one to fit your dog's body type without much trouble. The best ones have some additional material under the dog's chest or tummy to give them a boost of buoyancy. Floaty puppy. <laughs> a boost of buoyancy. Good alliteration. Life jackets are a great purchase even for pups who don't have a pool in their own backyard as they can easily be brought along if your dog gets invited to a pool party at someone else's place. I just love a popular puppy getting invited to other people's pool parties. Legit though. I wish someone would invite me to their pool party. Um, It's winter, but okay. <laughs> Maybe I want to go for a I mean, winter we can't have a pool party at my place because it's a communal pool. But that's Maybe we can just have story. a party around the pool. <laughs> okay. Great. We'll bring a dog in a life jacket. Okay. <laughs> Number four is get a pool alarm, which I've never heard of before in my life. A pool alarm? A pool alarm. Yeah. Just a pool alarm. I like the words pool alarm. Sometimes a pup likes their swimming lessons so much that they find a way to get through the gate, as Bella did, and into the pool without their humans or their life jacket. In these cases, pool alarms can be a literal lifesaver. There are a bunch of different pool alarms on the market and some states actually, some American states, this is an American article, actually require them by law. That's so interesting because I've never heard of that before. It's kind of the, like a a different system to a fence instead of a fence you have a pool alarm. Right. Handy. (laughs) I think I'd prefer a fence. Yes. Because things like alarms can fail, but. This is true. Fences are pretty sturdy. Having all of the above is a great way to make sure your doggo. Is safe in the pool. Safe in the pool. Safe in the pool. Safe in the pool. Boy type alarms, boy as in buoyant, boy type alarms, will <laughs> sound <laughs> will sound when something disturbs the surface of the water. The downside to these is you may end up rushing outside to rescue your neighbor's far-flung football thinking it's your pup. <laughs> that made me laugh. <laughs> you and you alone, babe. Other types of alarms feature sensor technology you attach to your dog's collar so you can be sure it's actually your pet activating the alarm. And number five, very Instead important. Instead of like a pigeon? Yeah. A pigeon, football, 
ducks. We have ducks. <laughs> I don't mean to keep bringing this back to ducks, but we have ducks yes, in our pool. Yes, you do. I love ducks. Um, we have ducks that love to just sit in our pool. Anyway, <laughs> number five. You have ducks that sit in your pool? Yeah. So we have – my parents' property has a lake out far, far, far back. But when I guess when the ducks just don't feel like Lakin. lake water. Um, well, you have that nice like bamboo tiki feel going around your pool also. They probably appreciate that. Maybe it's the ducks going on holiday. Maybe. Cute. Anyway, number five. And one of the most important and most often overlooked is learn puppy CPR. If all else fails and your dog does end up in the pool, knowing canine CPR could save your puppy's life. Researchers suggest education about canine CPR could reduce the number of pool-related fatalities and could be helpful in a number of any other situations as well. Uh, Check if there are any pet first aid classes in your area or ask your trainer for a recommendation. You could probably ask, yeah, I was going to say your vet as well would probably be down to be like, okay, well, if you're worried about it, this is what would happen. Yeah. Mm. A day in the first aid classroom might not be as fun as a day at the pool, but it will ensure you and your puppy can enjoy the water for years to come. Cute. Yeah. So that's that's my, my five tips from this article. That's cute. On dog time. That's cute as heck. So cute. As heck. As heck. <laughs> if you guys have any photos of your doggo enjoying the pool, please send them to us. You don't understand how much we want to see your doggos. Yeah. Actually, you probably do because if you listen to this podcast, you probably love dogs as much as us. So, look, we'll do our part. We'll share our doggo pool photos on our social medias. And you send us out. You better. Yours. <laughs> you send us yours. You better. Hey, Taylor. Yeah. Where can they find us on social media? <laughs> mm, Facebook. Instagram. Mm, Twitter. And... Nah, we haven't veered into <laughs> Snapchat yet. I think that's a dangerous, that's I a slippery slope. I think it's a bit outdated these days. I don't have it anymore. No, no, I, I got rid of it a long time ago, like a year ago. But that's anyway. nice. Anyway. We're on that's not canon.com as well, if you want to look us up there. Um, Floof and Papa, spelt F L O O F and A N D or an ampersand on Facebook. Ampersand. Papa, spelt P U P P E R. <laughs> podcast <laughs> thanks for having us that's not canon that's not canon productions oh can that be your new theme song no, undecided didn't like it i saw a face <laughs> <laughs> thanks for tuning in guys bork, bork, goodbye bork bork goodbye planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.